here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome back to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. As always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Today, we're going to talk about playoff and Super Bowl predictions. Before we get to that, I want to tell you a little bit about Champions Round, who I work for, who's sponsoring this podcast, the whole reason that we're here. Uh, we have three contests that are going on that you can enter before Thursday, before the kickoff of the Cap. We have Boost Ball, Captain, and Seven Stakes. So go to Champions Round right now, download the app, and use code BOOST, and you can enter any of those contests for free. They're awesome. They're a ton of fun. Play with your friends. It'll be great. Uh, we're also giving away a Devontae Adams and a Christian McCaffrey signed jersey that we will announce the winners of on Instagram Live on Thursday, right before kickoff, in order to be eligible to win those. Please subscribe to this podcast and download the app and follow on Instagram for more details. Let's jump into it, Dan. We got through all we got through all the business stuff. Let's talk about the party <laughs> stuff. We got playoff and Super Bowl predictions now. Now. So we have 48 hours until the NFL kicks off, a little bit less right now. Uh, seven playoff spots, just like last year, something that I was still trying to get used to, but I actually ended up liking a lot last year. One bye. We're going to do AFC, NFC. Let's start in the NFC. Why don't you run through your, uh, your seven playoff teams? Seven playoff teams in the NFC. So starting out first, I got to do the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that they're going to end up being the representative, the representative in the uh, Super Bowl. Number two, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. I think that they have a really good chance to repeat their success in a pretty shitty NFC North division. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. I think they're going to pull out uh, 10 and a half wins. I think that that's their win total sitting at right now. I think that they'll exceed that, assuming that they can get good play out of Jimmy Garoppolo. They have a pretty soft schedule, so I think that they're gonna, there's a very good chance that they're going to make the playoffs. Sticking in the division, I think the Seattle Seahawks are also going to have a pretty successful season. Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson's definitely going to be the dude. Uh, they have a new offensive coordinator there. I think they finally let Russ cook, and it's going to lead to them having some success. Their defense is still mediocre, but somehow, somehow, some way, Russ always seems to win in the end. Um, and then third, um, fourth, I like the uh, the LA Rams. They're also going to have a really successful season with Matt Stafford there. Sure, they did lose a little bit of depth in the running back room, but I think Daryl Henderson will be comparable enough to to handle the load. The defense obviously speaks for itself with uh, perennial All-Pro and uh, Defensive Player of the Year candidate um, Aaron Donald. So they're they're going to be really solid. The next one, obviously, by division. I don't have very high expectations for the NFC East, but I think that the Washington football team will come out of that division superior. Their defense is the best. Chase Young is a beast. And I think, you know, even if Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't work out as a long-term uh, quarterback there, I think that they still have enough talent around them to muster up enough wins to take that division. And then lastly, I'm going to go with the – oof, man. This one was really hard for me. It's like the Vikings or I was going with the Saints. And I think I'm going to lean to the Vikings here. I think it's really risky because of their unvaccinated situation, their quarterback room. You know, maybe they'll figure out Kirk Cousins on how to get the plexiglass in all of the different rooms that they need for their, their meetings and practice and whatnot. But I think that there's just so much offensive talent on that team. 
And I think that their defense obviously got a lot healthier. Like they went through a lot of injuries last season, much very similar to the San Francisco 49ers. They're coming back healthy. Mike Zimmer is a very good coach. I think this team will muster up several different wins. All right. We are pretty close at the top here, uh, which I'm not surprised by the NFC. Actually, maybe the AFC too. It's pretty clear cut who like the top couple teams is here. So my number one seed, I have Tampa Bay going 13 and four. No shocker there. It's the best roster in the NFL. Really deep too. Only got deeper. Brought back everybody. Brady actually had an offseason with these guys. I think as long as they stay healthy, I think everything's going to be fine. Uh, number two, Green Bay. I have them at 12 and five. I've talked about how I like the over on their win total. I think they're going to run away with this division. I don't think that division is that, um, that tough. Uh, we talked on the last episode, episode nine, about how maybe Aaron Rodgers on the under on passing yards, which I, I tend to agree with, but I also think this defense is going to be a little bit better than we think. I think the rushing game is going to be good, and I don't think that anyone's going to sniff them in the division. So 12 and five for them. My number three, and we talked about this on the NFC East episode of Gambling with Gold, Washington. I'm really, really high on Washington. I love their defense. So I have them as a three seed. I have them going 11 and six. I think they're going to clean up in that division, probably go five and one. Only have to go 500 on the way out to finish at 11 and six. So I think they're going to be awesome. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up as the number one defense in the, in the league by the time the season's over. Number four, and I have a string of NFC West teams coming in. No shocker here. I have the Rams winning the division at 11 and six. I love Stafford. I think that McVay is really angry at, at Jared Goff for thinking that there's a cap on this offense and he's going to show out with Matthew Stafford. I actually really like the Stafford over, over passing props. I love there was one to uh, for him to have the most passing yards in the NFL this season. I love that one. I think he's going to throw for over 5,000 yards this season, to be honest with you. Uh, so maybe some Robert Woods and Cooper Cup stuff in there. Uh, so 11-6 for them. San Francisco, 10-7. and seven. They're really talented. They're a little thin. I don't know what the quarterback situation is quite going to look like for the entire season, but they're ridiculously well coached. And if one of the two quarterbacks is healthy, Kyle Shanahan is going to win games. So 10-7 for them. Seattle, six seed. I also have them at 10-7. and seven. I just don't see any team led by Russell Wilson finishing with less than – they're not going to go 500 or worse. So you're either at nine wins or ten wins. I'll give them ten wins. I think there's a chance that they could win this division. Uh, the defense is a little suspect, but Russ is still Russ. He's going to cook a little bit. They're going to make the playoffs. No, number seven was really hard, and uh, just like you, but I didn't have any of the teams that you had. I ended up with Dallas. Uh, and the reason for Dallas is the division's terrible. I think, that they could, I think that they could also end up five and one in the division. Yeah. They split with Washington. And then all they have to do from that, if they go five and one in the division, all they have to do is go four and seven on the way out versus the rest of the NFL to finish at nine and eight and maybe sneak into the playoffs. That offense, if everything's clicking, is really good. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they can win enough shootouts against mediocre or crappy teams in the NFL to get to nine wins. That would not shock me at all. Now, I hate their coaching staff, and I hate their defense even more. Although Parsons looks like he's going to be an absolute monster, so maybe that's something good for them. So this is tough. I mean, I could see them going six and eleven. Also, like there's a way that this breaks completely bad for them. But I'm so high on CD Lamb that I can't possibly 
expect him to be any worse than nine and eight. It's like required <laughs> by my own law at this point to be all in on the Cowboys. And by all in, I mean all you have to do is go nine and eight, Mike McCarthy. That's all you need. Nine and eight. That's all we need. So it's a lot of faith in are, Mike. A lot of faith in those, Mike at this stage. Those are my picks for the <laughs> NFC. Uh, let's move over to the AFC, and then we'll get to our Super Bowl picks. Yeah, I think first off, I think that the Chiefs are going to repeat as the, the contenders, but I think it's going to be a different scenario once it comes to playoff time, so I'll save those hot takes for later in the season as it progresses, but they're the number one seed. I think they're going to be the best team in football. Then number two, coming in very close, I got the Buffalo Bills. I think that they're going to have another great season with Josh Allen finally getting paid. Stephon Diggs, one of the best wide receivers in the game. I think they'll figure out their run their run offense a little bit more. And their defense is solid. Uh, Sean McDermott's a very good head coach, so I think that they're going to repeat as a divisional winners in the AFC East. Um, then coming up next, I got the, the, the Cleveland Browns. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to shock the world here. Um, and they were really good last season, obviously exceeded expectations, but I think you saw what Kevin Stefanski's uh, offense and defense can really do when they're all firing on all cylinders and Baker Mayfield isn't just turn over the ball all the time. So, you know, I think that they're going to have some a really good team uh, with their running game leading the way uh, with a really good defense to back them. Obviously, the Ravens, I think that they're going to still be a really good team. We know their track record in the preseason. They're Right now, they're, they're winning the war of attrition, right? They're, they're, as I said, they're losing the war of attrition, but they're, they're keep on backing up more and more players. I don't know if Le'Veon Bell is that sexy, but – He's depth, right? And I think Gus has already proven that he can be a capable back in this league, led by an MVP-like candidate in Lamar Lamar Jackson. This squad's going to be straight. Their defense is always pretty stellar. They're in a tough division, but I think that they'll end up coming out um, as one of the playoff hopefuls. Um, also, the Denver Broncos, they're my dark horse to come out. Um, I didn't have these ranked, obviously, but I think that the Denver Broncos are going to also make their way into the playoffs, anchored by their, their good defense and the steady, heady play of Teddy Bridgewater, who doesn't make mistakes. Um, they have Javante Williams to take over that lead back role from Melvin Gordon, who I hate in fantasy terms. Um, just can't stand him in general. Uh, the dude is washed. So I'm really excited for what Javante Williams and what Jerry Judy can do. This division, AFC South, is by far the worst division in football. By default, I got to give the Tennessee Titans the nod here. I don't see Jacksonville really having a chance. Houston Texans are complete garbage. And Indianapolis is a hot mess with Carson Wentz, who can't stay upright. He's unvaccinated, getting COVID. I, I want no parts of anything in Indianapolis. So I think the Titans will sneak in there. And then finally, my dark horse, my other dark horse is the New England Patriots. Call me convinced, man. I think Mac Jones is is definitely a solid-looking quarterback right now. And the bigger, the bitter, th- the better thing about Bill Belichick is that he's finally got his defense back. Tons of players were opting out last season. I think that's really going to be the anchor of their team. I'm not a believer in the Miami Dolphins taking that big leap in Tua in year two. I think there's going to be a lot of work to be had there. So I think that the uh, the Pats can sneak in there in that seven seed um, and potentially have a shot at getting into these playoffs. All right. Uh, we are very close again at the top, and then it goes a little haywire at the bottom. So I have Buffalo at number one. Uh, hey. I, have them, I have them at 12 and five, tied with Kansas City 12 and five. But I think that they'll win the tiebreaker. I actually think that they win that game this season. Uh, so both 12 and 5 there. Cleveland, I also had third seed. I think they're going to win uh, the North. I think they're going to win over Baltimore. Uh, my four seed, I had Tennessee. I just think that they win in that division. That's not great. I have way too many concerns about Indianapolis all over. It seems like everything is bro- broken the wrong way for them thus far. 
Um, so, yeah, I just can't buy in on that. Tennessee's defense is terrible, but the offense should be awesome. I mean, they have the, the combo of A.J. Julio and Derrick Henry is, like, almost unimaginably good. It's so nasty. Yeah, yeah so that should be enough for them to win the division here, even if the defense is as bad as I think it might be. Baltimore I have as the fifth seed. I have a lot of concerns about them also, like their COVID concerns with Lamar. Lamar, I, I'm almost convinced that this season is going to have to miss two games, not because he's going to get COVID, but because he's going to be near someone that's just going to take him out for 10 days. Like, yeah, he, inevitably, real. Mm-hmm. inevitably, he's going to be next to someone who has COVID. It's just the way that this is going to work. That's two games. So that's that's a big deal. So I have them at 10-7 and seven also. Uh, Chargers, I have as the sixth seed, ten and seven. I basically this is the spot that you have the Broncos in. I'm just betting on the fact that I think that Brandon Staley is an elite coach who's going to bring that defense into the 21st century. I think they're going to be really, really good. I like Joey Bosa and Jerwin James is kind of the new Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, if you will. He's got the pieces there. Uh, I think that even if Herbert doesn't take a big step. I think that he's going to have a better offensive line, and I, I kind of like what they have on offense. If he takes a big step forward, which is within the realm of possibility, this is a team that can win 11 or 12 games for sure. I don't I don't think that's going to happen, but I think the 10 is definitely reasonable for them. And then number seven, a team that everybody is writing off because their quarterback is 900 years old and is not Tom Brady. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I am a believer in Matt Canada. I believe in the new offense. I believe that Matt that uh, that Roethlisberger will be upright and okay for 13 weeks, which may be enough to get them to eight wins, and then they can patchwork it together from there. I like 10 and seven here to get in and sneak in with the seventh seed. Like I said, I don't believe in Indianapolis. I think it's a year early for Mac Jones' train in New England. I also am a little scared about Stephon Gilmore not being there and their cornerbacks getting torched. And I am definitely not a believer in Miami and Tua. That's a whole different issue that I don't need to get into right now. But I'm not buying them. So AFC, I got Buffalo, Kansas City, Cleveland, Tennessee, Baltimore, the Chargers, and the Steelers. So now we get to the fun part. Super Bowl predictions. We get to find out the answer in six months. But we can talk about it until then. Dan, who do you got for your Super Bowl? I got Cleveland and Tampa Bay. Cleveland? The Browns, the Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. I got them going. I think that they're going to shock the world in terms of just their style of play, man. Odell Beckham is coming back. Jarvis Landry is a solid receiver. I think this is really going to be – it's really going to be Kevin Stefanski leading them the way. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are a solid duo, probably one of the best duos in the NFL. Couple that with a really strong defense. I think that they're going to be coming out very gritty, very angry. Um and a very good chance to, to to upset some really good teams here. Obviously, the seeding is going to matter, but I think that they're going to fall in a place where potentially someone else may knock out that juggernaut of the Chiefs, uh, which would lay a good foundation for them to potentially get in there. So, I mean, hey, Cleveland hasn't won shit in their life. It's been a crazy year. Outside of LeBron and their ridiculous 73-9 and nine upset over the that Golden State Warriors team, I'm feeling a little underdog story mojo here. So I'm going to rock with Cleveland. And then they're going to go up against Tampa Bay. However, I, I think Tampa Bay is just the best team in football. They have a really good schedule, which is going to set them up great for a playoff bye. They're going to pretty much run through the NFC. They're just too deep on defense and on offense. It's just even better. 
despite Tom Brady's woes in the playoffs and his defense is carrying him, I think it's going to happen again. So here we go. I think it's going to be a back-to-back for Tom Brady and, and, and squad. Guy's going to go down as the GOAT, man. Just going to continue to pad stats and uh, collect those rings. He's going to end up with eight rings if this happens, which, I mean, that's incredible. He's approaching that Bill Russell territory of having not yeah. enough fingers to support the rings. Absolutely. Yeah, he's insane. So I have coming out of the NFC, I do not have Tampa Bay. I have Green Bay. I think that I'm fully buying into the last dance BS. I don't. I don't care. I'm fully in. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers whole offseason sucked me up in that opening press conference where he just laid out the entire organization like, screw you guys. <laughs> I'm going to go win a title. It reminds me of way too much. Maybe I'm watching too many documentaries, but this is it's perfect. It's it perfect. Is, it, is very, it is very Last Dance-esque, for sure. It is too perfect. Devontae Adams still needs a contract. Who knows if he's going to be there next year. I think that they just throw everything too. against the wall, uh, and I think that they take out Tampa Bay in the playoffs. On the other side, AFC, I have Buffalo over Kansas City. I just think Kansas City is going to be in a world of hurt this season when it comes to the playoff time. Three years straight of going to the Super Bowl and then adding up one and a half or maybe two full COVID seasons on top of there. It's just a lot to ask from a team, especially a team that's not really deep. They obviously have the best player in football, and they have a lot of great receivers and weapons offensively. The defense is good enough they force enough turnovers at some point this is going to bite them in the playoffs before you get to the super bowl i think this is a season i'm fully on the josh allen is a superstar train i think he only shows more this year we'll see when brian dayball isn't there what happens but i'm a huge dayball fan i think that they'll get it done and i actually like the strength of their defense rousseau looks like a monster if they have a real guy coming off the edge there yeah i mean even if he doesn't show it until mid-year it's huge for them uh, and I think that they'll end up taking out Kansas City in the playoffs somewhere along the line, which means my Super Bowl is Green Bay and Buffalo, which is an interesting mix considering the game is in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm really praying that Buffalo's – I live in L.A. If I get a Bills fans in Los Angeles breaking tables, I will join you. Mark that down. <laughs> I will jump through a table in front of Universal City Walk or something if the Bills are in the Super Bowl here because I think it would be hilarious and fun. I might have to go to uh, Cedar sinai Medical Center afterwards. That's fine. That's fine. I'll deal with it. Unfortunately for Buffalo, you're going to lose to Green Bay because the Packers are going full last dance. They're going to win the Super Bowl this season. Aaron Rodgers takes his second Super Bowl ring from the Packers and moves on to the Denver Broncos in the offseason, and Jordan Love commences his starting role with the Packers. So you can get the your game. So, so you can get those name the finalists. I believe yours are better odds. I'm seeing Buffalo and Green Bay plus 4,000 versus my Browns and Tampa Bay at plus 3,000. So wow. I'm definitely going to sprinkle a little bit on that. I might just add for better odds, I might add the Cleveland Browns and Green Bay for plus 6,000. Uh, I'm that bullish on the Browns this season. But, uh, I mean, hey, this, there's a lot that can happen. It's COVID still around there with another – another variant out there so it's going to be an exciting season nonetheless man so i'm curious to check back in midway see how we're doing on our futures and uh hey maybe we can uh do a little bit of hedging and throw some more money down and uh see where we are by mid-season how these uh, are shaping out hedging's my middle name i'm ready for it i want to <laughs> i want to sprinkle some right now on a lot of right. these and then when we come to november 
we'll have a midseason review of this and we'll right. hedge out of all of our positions that might be anywhere halfway decent. So right. can't wait, can't wait for that. Uh, we will be back on Friday preparing you for week one. We're gonna do five games against the spread. We'll talk about some other bets that we like, maybe some over-unders. Uh, until then, stay well. Dan, thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you later. Enjoy Thursday. Thursday.